0: 18 plus. By special recording,
1: General Mills, makers of Wheaties, Breakfast of Champions, and Cheerios, the oat cereal ready to eat, presents The Lone Ranger. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Cause
2: champions are made, not born. Yes, sir. Get on your way. Get on your way. Get on your way with Wheaties.
3: It helps a guy feel confident just knowing that champions are made, not born. Otto Graham, famed quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, made himself a champ. Listen. Young Otto, on his way to fame, found football was no sissy game. Took power and speed and headwork too. And Graham learned, as champions do, that Wheaties help a guy come through. Now Otto passes for that score and still eats Wheaties even more. Otto Graham's been calling the right breakfast signal for 23 years. A big bowl of Wheaties. He-Man breakfast? There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake.
2: Touchdown, Otto! Let's go, boy. Hey, hey,
1: hey! He's on his way, on
2: his way. He's on, on his way. way, on his way. Get on your way with Cross champions are made, not born. Yes, sir. Get on your way. Get
3: on your way. Get on your
2: way with Wheaties. Breakfast of champions.
3: The Lone Ranger and Tonto were in pursuit of outlaw Joe Kelso, who had escaped from jail in Texas. It was in the town of Grand City that Tonto received the latest information about the outlaw. The Indian reached the Lone Ranger's camp in late afternoon.
1: Oh, scuffle, fella. Oh, Yes?
2: Me here, Kelso, hide in town last night. Did the sheriff find him? No. Me talk to the sheriff before me come here. Him not know about Kelso till two hours ago. Him say him here, Kelso, sneak out of town this morning.
4: Ride east to Shelby. Then let's continue after him. Here, Silver. Shelby's about twelve miles from here, Tonto. We could reach there early this evening. Easy silly, big fellow. That's uh, right. And right. let's go. Munson!
3: It was sundown when veteran prospector Tom Ennis entered the town of Shelby and left his mule at uh. Rufus Tesdale's livery stable.
5: Roof, I'm going to leave this ornery critter here till tomorrow. Right. I'm taking the night stagecoach over to the county seats. <laughs> going to Grand City, eh? Don't tell me you've struck it rich, Tom. I'm not telling you, Roof, but that's what I did. What? Ah, hey, yep. See this pouch? It's filled with dust and nuggets. Well, I... Um... Yep, I finally made it, Roof. Once I get to Grand City and file my claim, I'll be the richest man in this part of the country. You'll see.
3: Tomlinus went directly to the office of the
5: stagecoach company. Hey, let's have a round trip ticket to Grand City, eh? I want to go tonight and come back tomorrow. Oh yes, sir. Well, the coach tonight leaves three hours from now at nine. It'll get in Grand City at uh, eleven. Hey. It'll be $14. Yeah, I'll have to pay in gold dust. Where are your scales? Uh, they're busted. I sent them away to be fixed. They have scales across the street in the Last Shot Cafe. I know. Rock Perry, who runs the place, is a crook, but at least he'll have money on hand. I'll go over there and come back for my ticket later. See you then. <laughs>
3: In the last shot cafe, owner Rock Perry greeted Tom Ennis and led the way to his office at the rear of the cafe. When they entered, a young girl who had been standing there turned and faced the cafe owner. Mr. Perry. What are you doing in
6: here, Vicky? I thought you'd quit.
7: I have, but I want my salary.
3: What
6: salary? You don't get a red cent from me. You quit. I didn't fire you. People who quit here don't get paid.
5: But you just can't. Never mind
6: the butts. Get out, huh?
7: Mr. Perry, you must let me have something. Just enough to pay my hotel rent and to, to cover my coach fare to Grand City. If you'll just. My pay...
6: dear girl, what you do is no concern of mine. So if you leave. Uh, well, now... maybe,
5: maybe this is no concern of mine either, but I don't like what you're doing, Rock.
6: Well, isn't that too bad? What's
5: more, I'm not going to see this young lady get stranded in a place like this if she wants to get away. Rock, give her $100. What? Are you crazy? I don't have to pay her a cent. She quit. Never mind that part. I don't care about that. Give her $100. And I'll give you the gold to cover it. Oh, no. Uh, thank you, sir, but I just couldn't take your money. Now, don't be a feather brand. I'm rich. Take it as a loan. Pay your room rent and catch that stagecoach that goes to Grand City tonight. I'll be on it myself, and uh, I'll watch out for you. Ricky
3: Sanborn protested, then relented, promising to repay Tom Ennis when she found another job. Rock Perry, without further prompting, let the girl have the money. Vicky departed, and Perry exchanged bills for the prospector's gold. Rock Perry left his office with Tom Ennis and watched the old man go into the street. Then he hurried to tough-looking Pete Logan who stood at the end of the bar. Logan, you know Tom Ennis, don't you?
6: Sure. That was him that just went out, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Hurry after him. Don't
6: let him see you, but find out where he goes. And come back here and tell me. Sure.
5: I'll find out,
3: Logan returned to the Last Shot Cafe and made his report to Rock Perry.
5: I follow the old guy, Rock. He's up in the restaurant eating.
3: That
6: means he'll be here a while. Logan, you know where I'm hiding Joe Kelso, don't you? Uh, In that hotel across the street. That's right. He's in room 208. When he arrived here tonight, he said he needed money. Go tell him I'm ready to give him the chance to earn some.
3: Less than five minutes later, fugitive outlaw Joe Kelso and Pete Logan were in Rock Perry's office. The door was closed, and Perry was talking.
6: I think the old fellow was telling the truth. He struck it rich. An old goat like that? Yes. He's found gold somewhere. He's planning to go to Grand City tonight. So he'll be able to file his claim first thing in the morning. You two will keep him from leaving town. You want him
5: killed?
6: No, Castle. First, I want to find out where his mine is. I have a cabin in the hills. Take us there. Yeah, but
5: how are we going to get at him without being seen? He's in a restaurant, and there's... And
6: I have a plan that'll get him out. I'll write a note now and have my porter Pedro deliver it, Dennis. Meanwhile, you two go out to the stable.
3: It was ten after eight when Tom Ennis in the corner restaurant finished eating. The door opened, and a Mexican youth carrying a note in his hand entered. He walked directly to the prospector and thrust an envelope into the hand hey, of Tom what? Ennis... Then turned and hurried from the restaurant. Hey,
5: wait a minute. What's the idea? Well, what do you know about that? Wonder what this is.
3: Tom tore open the envelope and removed the letter that was inside. He looked at the signature signed to the short note.
5: Vicki Sanborn. V- Vicky. Say, that must be the young girl I loaned the money to. Let's see what it says.
3: The note said that the girl had learned something that would be of interest to Tom Ennis, something that she must tell him before the stage for Grand City departed. She asked that he meet her secretly at a spot to the rear of the Last Shot Cafe. Tom Ennis crumpled the note in his hand and threw it onto the floor. Then he rose from his chair, paid his bill, and left. was dark at the rear of the building that housed the Last Spot shack Cafe. Tom Ennis made his way home slowly, his eyes peering into the inky blackness. He stopped and turned.
5: She isn't here yet. But well, let's... Hey, what, what's that? Miss Vicky? Is that you? No, it's me. Oh. Come here, Logan. He's conked. Let's get him out of here.
3: The two men Come carried on. the inert form of Tom Ennis to the wagon and placed him inside.
5: Yeah, come on, get
3: up. Kelso drove the wagon through the grove of trees until he reached a seldom-used trail that led into the hills. The wagon continued upward. Yeah,
5: Come on, up. Get up.
3: At that moment, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reached
2: the outskirts of Shelby. Who's the oh.
3: They could see the lights of the short main street
2: straight ahead. Not many people on street, Kimasabi.
4: no. Perhaps it'll be safe for me to ride along the rear of the buildings wearing my mask. Ah. Uh,
6: it's dark there.
4: Yes. We'll do that then. There are trees back there. I'll wait among them while you make a round of the cafes. If Kelso's in town and in the open, that's where you'll find him. Uh huh Easy stuff, easy fella. He'll be back pronto. To
3: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
2: This is Mel Allen, sports announcer. In my work, I watch a good many champions, and you know something? I've never yet heard of a player born a champion. You take the case of Doak Walker, star ball carrier of the professional Detroit Lions. Walker gets started fast, cuts back with ease, has a terrific change of pace. Every move comes from hours and weeks and seasons of practice. In my opinion, it's important, too, that Doak Walker has been eating Wheaties for 18 years since he was 9 years old. Sure, Wheaties, breakfast of champions. And that's mighty easy to understand, I'd say. Wheaties are a He-Man food. They help give a guy what it takes to get there and stay there and keep plugging. Naturally, why there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties plate. Now look, maybe you tip the scales at 190 or maybe you're just a little guy dead set to get on your way. All right, bear in mind, champions are made, not born. Get on your way with Wheaties, breakfast of champions. <laughs>
3: To continue. Vicki Sanborn arrived at the station five minutes before the stagecoach was scheduled to leave. She looked around for Tom Ennis, saw no sign of him, then went to the ticket agent and made inquiry. The agent had an immediate answer.
5: The old fellow with the whiskers? No, he hasn't shown up yet, ma'am. I I have his ticket ready. I saw him about half an hour ago. Where was They are uh, going in the restaurant up on the corner. Uh, If you want to be sure he's here when the coach starts, you could go to the restaurant and tell him he better ankle over here.
7: Perhaps I'll do that.
5: Uh, He your father?
7: No, he's, well, a friend. And without knowing why exactly, I'm concerned about him. Do you mind looking after my baggage while I go to the restaurant? Not at
5: all, ma'am. Go right ahead. Your stuff's safe.
7: Thank you.
3: Vicki Sanborn hurried to the restaurant and entered. She looked at the empty tables and
5: frowned. The owner came to her. You, were uh, looking for somebody, Miss Sanborn?
7: Yes. Was there a man with whiskers in here a little while ago? He was dressed oh, in... Oh, a...
5: uh, you mean old Tom Ennis. Yes, he was here. Tom's going to meet you, I reckon. You received your note all right. My note? Yeah. I didn't mean to peep, miss, but Tom must have thrown it away. Because after he left, while I was cleaning away the dishes, I found it. Just naturally had to see what was on it. And <laughs> well, it was from you to him.
7: Uh, let me see it, please.
5: Sure, yeah.
7: Well, well, I never wrote this. I never...
5: Who brought this message, do you know? Sure, Rock uh, Perry's porter. That Mexican Pedro, he... Uh, Miss Sanborn, don't you want to get... I've heard enough. Vicki Sanborn
3: ran to the Last Shot Cafe. She hurried up the front stairs and pushed past an Indian who stood there.
7: Do you mind? Please. Oh,
3: please. Tahoe saw the girl's white face and flashing
2: eyes. Uh, Girl, plenty excited. we better see what her do. Vicki Sanborn, her eyes blazing, burst into Rock
3: Perry's office and slammed the door shut behind her. Perry, who had been adjusting his gun belt, stared in surprise as she spoke.
7: Where is he? What did you do with him?
3: Say, what's this all about? What are you
6: talking about?
7: You know well what I'm talking about. I just found this note.
6: What? Note? I don't understand.
7: You do understand because you wrote it. Hmm? You sent Mr. Ennis this note so you could get him here and rob him of his gold.
6: My dear girl, you must be insane. Now, why would I want to do a thing like that?
7: Because you're a thief, that's why. I'm not going to leave here without Mr. Ennis.
6: I don't know where he is. I don't know what your little game is. All but
7: right. I'll go and get Sheriff Taylor. Now,
6: wait, come back here.
7: No, I'll get the sheriff and work. You get uh, back
6: in here, I said. No, me. You're
7: yeah. a Stop it. Stop it.
6: Punch, will you? Uh, well, when
3: I tell you to do something, I mean it.
4: Help! Someone outside, please! You little wild cat. Vicky's
3: screams had been heard outside in the cafe. Toto, nearest to the office, was the first to rush inside. He saw Rock Perry with one hand across the girl's mouth, dragging her across the room. Toto leaped. Here, you take hands off, girl. Take off. Toto pulled Perry away from the girl. Men from the cafe crowded into the room.
5: It's an engine trying to kill Rock.
3: As the men converged around the struggling couple and pulled Toto from a badly shaken Perry, Vicky Sanborn, recovering her composure, tried to intercede. Now,
7: don't hurt that Indian. Please. He was trying to help
3: me. Don't pay any attention to her. Throw him out. Beat him up. Shoot him.
6: I don't care what you do. Take him out of here. That's all. No,
7: get this hair, someone. Rock
1: Gary's. trying
6: your to... your mouth. Now, uh, boys, I'm having girl trouble. Let us alone, huh? You stay right here, Vicky. Oh, my wrist. Go on, boys, will you? Get rid of that
4: interfering redskin! Right. Let go of that man. What? What? Mask. Got that gun. Ow,
7: my you too. Oh,
4: Anyone else want to go for his gun? Oh,
2: me. Glad you come, Kimo Sammy.
7: Rock Perry tried to keep me from going to the sheriff. The sheriff? Why? Because I think he's harmed... Or maybe even killed a man who befriended me
5: today. Huh? You.
7: You men here. You're not all bad. Some of you must believe in law and justice.
5: What are you talking about, miss? We're all law-fighting. Sure. It's this Indian and masked man holding us here with guns that are outlawed. Yeah. That's
4: right. I'm on the side of the law, believe me. I'll prove it. Get the sheriff here at once. Let him hear this girl's story, whatever it is. No. Right. No, boys. Don't go for the sheriff.
7: Do you hear that, you men? It proves what I was starting to say. Rock Perry's afraid of the law. He doesn't want the sheriff to hear my story. Well, I
4: think Vicky's right, fellas. stranger. Right.
5: I'll go get the sheriff if you're on the level about what you said. Yeah.
4: Put your hands down and go, then.
5: All, All right. And
4: don't. If you don't. You
5: stand still. Yeah, stay here, Rock. Vicky's a nice girl. She wouldn't lie. Oh, wait.
4: How to the arms of those two men I shot. Yeah. Okay, Miss Abbey. Me do it. The rest of you men, put your hands down. Well, I'll have my guns ready in case any friend of this man, Rock Perry, tries to make a play.
2: Don't worry
5: about that part, stranger. Yes,
4: right. if you don't mind, while we're waiting for the sheriff to come, let's hear your story.
7: Yes, I want to tell it, because if Tom Ennis is in danger, I want you all to help him.
4: Vicki Sanborn told her
3: story and showed the letter with her Ford signature when she finished, the men, visibly angry now, turned their attention to Rock Perry. Perry,
2: what about this? Where's
5: Thomas? Yeah, where is he? Hey, get Pedro here. Right here, Senor. What the girl says is the truth. Senor Rock, tell me to take notes to the restaurant. There goes Rock, grab him. Rock
3: Perry had turned as if to run. The men grabbed him and pulled him into the cafe.
2: Let's take him to the sheriff now. Let's not wait.
3: Bob pushed and jostled Perry, taking him to
4: meet the sheriff. The Lone Ranger whispered to Toto, That note said was to meet the girl behind this place. Let's see if there's any sign of it being here. The Lone Ranger and Toto hurried to the grove where their
3: horses were tied and removed the lantern from their packs. In the light cast on the ground, they saw bloodstains and the freshly made imprint of a body.
2: Ah, and their footprint here, Kimasabi.
4: Yes, Toto, heading in this direction. And look.
2: Mark made by horse, wagon wheels.
4: Mm, they're fresh, too. The bloodstains trail to where the wheel marks end. And that mean them hurt man. carry him to wagon? Yes, Tonto. The wagon marks lead into the hills. Uh, we
2: follow trail now, Kimisabi?
4: I'll do that, Tonto. Perry may tell everything to the sheriff, but we can't be sure. You go and find the sheriff now. Uh, me tell him about marks we find back here? Yes. Meanwhile, I'll follow the trail.
3: A few minutes later, a rider sped into the hills following the wagon tracks, now outstanding in the light of the moon.
1: Monterey!
3: In the hideout cabin, less than two miles from Shelby, the two crooks, Outlaw Joe Kelso and Pete Logan, completed a search of Tom Ennis clothes. Beneath the inner sole of his shoe, they found the paper they sought.
5: Yeah, here it is, Logan. Claim he was going to file. See? It's got all the markings and everything else. Smart old geezer, aren't you, Annis? you wouldn't tell us where it is, but we found it just the same. And now what do we do? Take this and give it to Rock? If you want to get paid off, that's what we'll do. Yeah. Wasted over an hour trying to make him talk, and all the time we should have been searching him. Well, now that you have it, what are you going to do with me? Kill you. What else? Kill me. You don't have to do that. Tell Rock Perry he can keep the mine. Let him file... I'll look for another one. Sorry, old man, but we can't take chances. If you ever were free and the law knew I was in Shelby, I'd go back to prison for life.
4: You are going back to the window.
5: Oh, my arm's broken. Well, oh. One
4: inch and I'll shoot again. Glory,
2: be, I'm saved.
4: I'm coming through the window, Tom. But when I leave, we're going through the door with these cooks in front of us. <laughs>
3: Tato, following the trail Led the sheriff and his posse to the hideout cabin When they entered They found the Lone Ranger and Tom Ennis Ready to leave with the two outlaws The sheriff was surprised
5: Isn't this one Joe Calso? Yes, Sheriff It was a stroke of luck that
4: brought us to him His bad luck
5: Well, what do you know? Rock Perry told us he had two men take Tom here but he didn't tell us one of them was Kelso.
4: Harry did confess, you
5: say? Yes. And the girl Vicki Sanborn gave us leads on a lot of other thievery he went in for. He's ready to confess to those jobs, well, too. Uh, Vicki, you mean the girl is still in town? She was supposed to take the night stage for Grand City. <laughs> <laughs> She's waiting for you, Tom. You can go with her tomorrow. If it weren't for Vicky, we wouldn't be here. Do you have your location papers? Yeah. The masked man took them from... from say, where? Well, is the masked man?
4: Leaving, Tom. Tom and I were after Joe Kelso. We found him, and he's in the hands of the law, also. We're finished. Adios. Goodbye.
5: Oh, Gone. Did, did you hear that? He saved my life. And Vicky Sanborn's life, also, Tom. I'll tell you about that later. I want to hear everything, Sheriff. But that masked man walked out of here as if he'd done nothing. Done nothing? Besides saving your lives, he's rid Shelby of that crook, Rock Perry. Uh, but then you must expect that sort of thing from him. You see, he's the Lone Ranger. I'll see.
7: Jet. He's 12 years old and the fastest yet. He can loop the loop because he knows he's got go power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got go power. There he goes. <laughs> he's feeling his Cheerios. Cheerios. Cheerios.
1: That's Cheerios, the cereal shaped like little letter O's. You know, Cheerios is made from oats, and every delicious spoonful of Cheerios and milk is a real muscle-building food. Each spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. Yes, the good things in a Cheerios breakfast do good things for your body. Help you have healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones, and muscles. Have Cheerios every morning. Then you'll hear people say...
7: He's feeling his Cheerios.
1: The a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, is created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy. Is brought to you by General Mills every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at this same time. Be sure to listen. This recorded program has come to you from Detroit. This is ABC Radio Network.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?